So, Chris. Yes. Today we're going to do a best of season three, the original series. The whole season? Well, when I say best of, really, it's just my favourite bits. Oh, okay, that's great. Have you got any guesses what will be included? Okay, um, maybe there's some songs. I'm sure you'd love your songs. Of course, there'll be songs. And there's going to be some bits where I get mad about stuff. Yes. And there'll be stuff where you make fun of the way people look. Oh, what? Uh, their outfits, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you might be on the money. There we go. Rachel watches... Star Trek! Welcome, not only to Rachel Watches Star Trek, but to the third season of the original series. Whoa. It's happening. Can you believe it? No way. Whoa. An hour? Mm. To have sex? <laughs> He's really surprised how long wow, that is. Wow, an hour. Good going, Spock. <laughs> Spock is seducing. Hot damn. Yeah. Now, in the original script, they had Spock kissing her a bunch, but they felt that wasn't very Vulcan. Uh, and fans, even back then, would really get bent out of shape about continuity and mm. things not feeling like it fits the character. Also, with Ponfar, Vulcans were only supposed to do it every seven years. What? But DC Fontana, she didn't like that. And in her novel, Vulcan's Glory, she wrote that they were only fertile every seven years. Yeah. But they could bone as much as they like. <laughs> well done, DC. Uh, yeah, good job, DC. Another knocking out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> this makes way more sense because Spock's mom is human. You're going to try and tell me Amanda only has sex every seven years? <laughs> no way. That girl is thirsty. Oh. <laughs> It must be inconvenient, the age gap between children, too. They'd all be in different schools. Oh, yeah. Imagine that school run. Oh, boy. Oof. This is another thing that totally bugs me about Star Trek, and it's something that happens well into Next Generation. So Kirk is pretending to be Romulan. Mm. Is he speaking Romulan to the Romulans? Oh. There's no indication that he knows Romulan, and even if he did know Romulan, I'm sure he would have an accent. How's this universal translator work? Again, if he was translating it audio, then the Romulan would hear, like, maybe it gets put directly into your brain somehow, like it transmits sub-audioly. So Where is it? On your belt. Does everyone have one or is there just one main one in the universe I, pumping it all out? I don't know. This is something I need to do a little bit of research no, on. I get it. I assumed it was like part of their communicators. But again, his lips wouldn't move. No. And if the Universal Translator was translating it, it would be coming out of his communicator and not out of his mouth. Hmm. So I've got... You need to do a lot of research well, on this. Well, I think this or is... Or just accept it. It's just something you have to accept. It's sort of one of those things that language barriers would hinder a lot of story and they just don't want to deal with that. I just think everybody speaks English. <laughs> <laughs> I found three fanfics on this episode. I'm sure. At Archive of Our Own. Mostly Kirk being jealous. Mm -hmm. A teaser for the first story. Jim was quiet for a moment. Then he asked in a quiet voice, is she a better kisser than me? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, she must have an advantage, right? She's a Romulan and she probably kisses with her hands all the time. <laughs> Thank you, patrons. <laughs> Guess what, Chris? It's another Class M planet. Oh, man. Ooh, I 
planet. I'm aching for answers, I'm peeing my pants. Let's go and learn everything about it. You realize most planets they will go to will be class M planets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lots of opportunity for my jingle. So McCoy seems to think it's more about what you said, that it's about having all these responsibilities and that you can go to this primitive place where people seem to have no responsibilities. Mm. However, I think primitive people had a lot of mother effing responsibility right. because they could die quite easily yeah. if the environment changed, if there was some kind of uh, infection. At the mercy of nature. Exactly. As well as fed by it. Imagine being a parent before even modern contraception, medicine, oh. hot running water, free education, ready-made pizzas, hummus, <laughs> and washing machines, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> this look at the past, especially the Native Americans with this kind of rose-colored glasses, mm might have been part of the hippie movement of the 60s. Oh, yeah. You know, like I seem to remember there was a lot of adoption of what people considered Native American oh. style was adopted by the hippies, whether or not it was actually really Native American or not. It's still attractive now and perhaps is having even more of a resurgence now to return to a sense of community, go off the grid, be sustainable, organic, attuned to nature mind body spirit stuff mm -hmm. it's the new aspirational class or elite kurt gets up and says it worked <laughs> spock said captain were you inside the structure and i thought that's no structure that's my wife <laughs> <laughs> oh poor miramani <laughs> They try to take back auxiliary control, but Spock and the engineers force them out. Spock tells Kirk that the kids are in danger to the ship. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Kirk just says, they're, but the kids. Use your eyes. <laughs> Spock then says that they are followers and without followers, evil can't exist. Hmm, and the children shall follow more like misleading title as usual. <laughs> so Kirk comes to the conclusion that he must kill the kids. <laughs> That's when I sound like, wait a minute, man. You went from zero to murder in 1.4 seconds flat. They haven't even tried to quarantine them yet or anything. They haven't no. done anything. They could have done a hypo spray, you know, yeah, to knock them yeah. out. Oh, my gosh. They've got a lot of tranquilizers on this ship. They're always using that. Yeah. Vulcan nerve pinch. Yes. So many ways <laughs> to subdue these kids. But no, right to murder. Let's kill them. Oh, wow. Dr. Jones goes waltzing into Carlos's room. They're not sharing, are they? No, no, they have rooms right next to each other. Oh, do they? Yeah. There's no lock on his door, though. Where's the privacy? Come on. On Carlos's? Yeah. Uh... I suppose he couldn't undo it himself, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still. Uh... Isn't he allowed out of his box? What kind of hospitality is this? I don't know. Maybe he's quite happy in his box. <laughs> Maybe he's got, like, a PlayStation in there, and he's just rocking out with some tunes and, you know, getting up on Call of Duty or something. I don't know. <laughs> Doing a bit of mindful coloring. Yeah. <laughs> He's alien. Don't judge. Oh. Don't judge him by your human standards. Oh, wow. There I was thinking I was sticking up for him. Yeah. I was actually being racist. <laughs> so Kirk orders the Klingons to be kept in the crew lounge and not the brig. And for the food synthesizers to be programmed with Klingon dishes. Oh, that's nice hosting, isn't it? <laughs> so some Klingon foods include Brigitte Lung. Don't know how to say it, which is various any kind of animal lungs or gah. Nice pronunciation. Oh, thank you. Is a Klingon delicacy made from serpent worms. Yeah. Although most Klingons prefer it live, it could also be served stewed or cold. Mm. That's a cool lunch. <laughs> Allegedly, the actual taste of gah 
was revolting even to Klingons and was eaten solely for the unique sensation of their death row spasms within one's mouth and stomach. Ooh, that's badass. <laughs> Lots more organ and blood-based dishes and drinks, including, you'll be pleased to know, coffee, iced or hot. Right. Yeah, there you go. They're not savages. So this old guy in an awesome wig comes in. <laughs> Are you seriously going to move on here? Spock has just said, Captain, informing these people that they are on a ship may be in violation of the Prime Directive. Uh-huh. Q song. <laughs> <laughs> what did they keep saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. You got to obey. Oh, Just obey it, yeah. Oh, What you gonna obey? The Prime Directive. Spock says that there is nothing like this technology in the Federation. And we see the two ships are weaving a giant web around the Enterprise. Spock says if they finish building the web, they will never see home again. Hmm. McCoy, through this whole episode, will not step the f*** back (laughs) off of Spock. Uh. He berates him over and over again. I never wanted Spock to slap him silly more (laughs) than this episode. Bugger off, he keeps having to say to him, your duty is to be in the lab trying to synthesize an antidote. Yeah. He says it five times or oh, so. God, it's so insubordinate. I know. It's ridiculous. But maybe it's because he's being affected and mutinous. Mm. It's what he's always like. He's always like this. But he's supposedly changed now, hasn't he? So can we oh, give him the benefit of the doubt? God. I don't know. What would you put in your Play If I Die video? What would you say about the podcast continuing or not? What do you mean? Would you say, don't bother doing the podcast, Rachel, now that I'm not there, you don't have to do it anymore? <laughs> or would you say, <laughs> <laughs> would you say, carry it on, Rachel, find someone else to be the nerd? Do whatever you want to do. I figured you'd say that. <laughs> That's like, I'm going to be dead. It's yeah. whatever you want to do. But I do have a death video in mind. Yeah. You know, me being an atheist, I don't believe in an afterlife, but. I thought it would be fun to do a video where everything's like all white in the background and it's all misty. And then I'm like, you're sending it from from heaven. I'm in heaven. (laughs) And then at the end of it, you know, I'd say all the nice stuff about my friends and family and tell people I love them and all that. And then an actor dressed up like Abraham Lincoln in like a tennis outfit, you know, like a white shirt, but he would have a white top hat, stuff top hat. Yes. And he would go, Hey Chris, you ready for that game of tennis? And I go, just a second, Abe. Like I'm hanging out. Yeah. And that would be my video. Oh, great but the problem is as i get older i'd have to keep like redoing the video well you could just say it's you and your prime all right make but, it this year but what if i make new friends and then they're not included in the video oh yeah for I, general then yeah i gotta work on this thing it can be one of those i'm thinking of someone who really helped me out one time <laughs> made me smile again you know who you are you know and then everyone's there thinking it's them it's perfect <laughs> So Kirk goes to Parman's chamber and demands to be set free. Parman Darth Vader's Kirk's phaser off of his belt. (laughs) Is that what he does? He telekinetically pulls his phaser off of his belt and like Darth Vader takes Han Solo's blaster away from him. Oh, does he? In Empire Strikes Back. Oh, dear. Uh, Obviously, Parman did that before Darth Vader did because this predates (laughs) Star Wars. However, eh. Oh, I didn't know Darth Vader could do that. Why does he bother doing his own fights then? Why doesn't he just have a floating lightsaber? He does. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah. And mostly he just kills people by looking at them. Ooh. But when he's got a lot of people to kill in a short amount of time, that's when the lightsaber comes out. Yeah. Don't he chop Luke's hand off, though? He does. He wanted Luke alive. Oh, because he's his dad. Yeah. 
There ends my knowledge of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, golly. Can't uh, wait for that new podcast. Uh, mm. So, um, <laughs> Rachel falls asleep whilst watching Star Wars. <laughs> Rachel falls asleep watches starwars.com. <laughs> All right. It's just a website that says how long into the film I fell asleep each time. <laughs> Set that up, riff. I don't know if you guys could hear my heart breaking, but oh! that's the sound it makes. It was a bit convoluted, I thought, that all the kids had died. The men had become sterile, but the women hadn't, as a setup for needing men as breeders. Yeah. Couldn't they just have come on board and jerked all the guys off? <laughs> does that work at super fast speed, or does it need to be a certain uh, pace? Or or maybe use some kind of syringe. Yeah. Oh, just slip that down the urethra. Oh, God. No, into the <laughs> testicle, or, right. you know, where the sperm is held. Yeah, which would you rather? Be jerked off at super speed and not really even know that it had happened, but just feel a little of a buzz or be injected at super speed. I don't think that would work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would work at all. Why? To jerk someone off, this is, we're earning our adult. we always go here. Our well, adult I rating, you go here. here. I always go here. If that was happening, the human, they wouldn't even feel it. You would have to do it for like your time, hours. Hours, oh yeah. Oh yeah, you would. Because they, their body wouldn't even be able to react to the stimulation from it. And then once True. they realized that that was going on, they would be like, oh, what the hell is happening? You know, so it's... Yeah. yeah. Why is my penis really quickly coming out of my pants? Yeah. And being jerked off by an insect. But for the person, <laughs> it would be going on super, super slow. Oh, yeah. That's a and nobody wants to do that. They would go in with a needle and take it out, which would, would make much more sense. Okay, so that, that's advice for them. <laughs> That. <laughs> how long did Kirk have sex for? Because how many times faster were they to be totally imperceptible to the iron sound like a bug? Would it be 20 times faster? 100 times? The time needed to work out Kirk's gone and to slow down the tape, do the synthesizing in the med lab, etc. Times say 100 uh -huh. is how long they had sex. And oh, that's right. what, you know, oh, minimum 100 hours. I see hours. what you're saying. Yeah, right. I mean, that's... Yeah, you can't look at it, it that way. It could be days, even weeks. They really didn't think about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> weeks and weeks would have gone by on that ship. Definitely. So, I love it. Again, if once you start thinking about this Don't episode, pick at it. Garth insists on being called Lord Garth. <laughs> Great. And wants to destroy his enemies. He seems to be having some kind of delusion of grandeur. He's the master of the universe. I have the power to pick up a flower. It won't take an hour to do. <laughs> he man. Wow, I didn't know those were the words yeah. to that song. And he nerve pinches her. You said. That's not Spock. Ah, oh, you're so good. Anytime you've got a shapeshifter and he's gone and somebody shows up, you know it's not that person. Good point. You got to make sure the shapeshifter is in the same room as yeah. the person. Here's the thing. Marta's plan wasn't seduction. It was trickery. Mm -hmm. So Kirk and Spock go to the control room and contact the Enterprise. Scott still wants to know the code. And when Kirk is about to say it, he looks at Spock and he says, Spock's going to tell you. Yeah, I'm so glad people are using this properly. Yeah. Well done. If there is a shapeshifter about. Yes. Code words. As long as you Establish currently know which of you's which. Yes. Get a code word. Uh, we don't have one, Rachel. We don't have a code word right now. Oh, do, oh don't uh, you just make it up at the time? Well, let's do Well, I'm pretty sure you're you. Well, don't tell any everybody. It just mouth it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you got it? <laughs> I got it. So that's it. If, if you think it's not me yeah. or something's going on, you just go, what's the code word? And yeah. And then if I don't say the code word, then just kill me. 
Because it's not me. What if it's in 20 years time and you've forgotten? Oh. Mm. Mm. Do a refresher on yeah. our anniversary each year. <laughs> Solved it. <laughs> there you go. We should probably update the Cobra in case it gets out. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're saving lives here, really. On this podcast yeah so make sure if you've got a loved one yeah get code words yeah yeah and if this helps you give us credit you know <laughs> i don't need credit i just want people safe oh wow that's the difference between us isn't it sure is yeah <laughs> <laughs> he often played tough guys but he was nominated for an emmy by his portrayal of the riddler oh he performed until the day of his death in 2005. A hard-working Hollywood guy. Wait, have you heard that story that Frank Gorshin and Adam West were kicked out of an orgy? What? They went to this Hollywood party together, and they went into one of the rooms of the party, and they saw that an orgy was going on. Yeah. And so they started doing a Batman and Riddler <laughs> bit, and the people in the orgy got mad. They kicked him out. Oh, it was a bit of a boner killer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> really harsh in their buzz there. Oh, wow. It sure was. I would have so. loved it. Orgy or no orgy. You could have an orgy anytime. You can't watch that anytime, can you? Not live. <laughs> I'm into this mystery and I keep thinking to myself, this is going to pay off in spades. <laughs> no, this you didn't. Gonna... <laughs> Maybe it was. <laughs> we never know. So looking around the Enterprise, Kirk runs into this dancing lady <laughs> who seems pretty into not having anybody around. Yeah, that's guess they only cast dancers now. Yeah. <laughs> that's their thing. But is this the worst costume ever? Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> to me, it didn't seem any stranger than any of the other costumes they've got women in. Yeah. What was it about it that bugged you? A lot, but it was mostly how they had kind of like a bikini sewn into like harem pant jumpsuit. So it kind of looked like I Dream of Genie, but a really cheap, sparkly version of that. But then where it's got sort of a nappy or a loose kind of diaper of a different colour. It's so flattering. I didn't understand it. All right. He tells her that there's plenty of power and food to last them a lifetime. Is there though? Uh, well, food maybe. Have they replicated everything? But I thought there was another episode where they were like, the Enterprise is going to run out of energy when they were going to the other galaxy. Mm, have we get some more dilithium? Dilithium oh, is used I've for the... down a hole, haven't I? Well, dilithium <laughs> is just for the anti-matter matter reaction. Okay. You need that to make that happen and stupid, control that. Rachel, stupid, Rachel, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> There's actually no power within a lithium crystal, I believe. It just what? focuses the power. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, the lifespan increased until everyone became basically immortal, but kept pumping out kids until encased in a living mass, is what it said, mm. of people. So they must have been having orgies uh -oh. or at least sex in front of others. Well, yeah, I guess you'd have to. Maybe even their own family members. Oh, come on. Ooh. Why'd you go in there? Kirk's <laughs> all like, haven't you heard of sterilization? And Hoden says, oh, our bodies will regenerate. Whoa. And he goes, what about contraception? And he says, oh, it's unthinkable due to our love of life. And I'm going, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Come on. Okay, that was that was it. That was that, the time that I'm like, you know what? F I'm this out. episode. Because <laughs> he's not telling them to abort everybody. He's mm. talking about contraception. Yeah. And, and they want to kill everyone with, with disease. The disease. That goes out the way. You're killing it. What? That is ridiculous. Oh, come on. Oh. I've got a solution, though. Okay. Just put them all in wool underpants and get them in hot tubs 24 hours a day. 
Oh, to get the sperm sperm count up. Okay, there you go. Or at least give your Catholic rhythm method and the old pull-out a go. Yeah, you know, that doesn't work. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're assuming they're mammals and that they have penises. Right. We don't know that for sure, but Uh they look like humanoids. They totally are humans. They They totally look like humans, yes. Apparently, according to Dr. Jim Osfall, MD, the medical advisor for the Orion Press, there are two types of phallus out there in reality. The human plunger type and the the dog's sharp stick type. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gross. Why are we talking about this? (laughs) Because that would be difficult to use a condom with. Uh, Because it would poke through it. Why are we talking about this? Jeez. (laughs) Sorry. We don't need this information. God. Oh, they could try sex ed. Sidebar, we know no one would be circumcised because that wouldn't last for long, would it? What does that have to do with anything? I'm just thinking about their penises. Uh, I can tell. (laughs) Good God. When she dies, she won't be able to spread the virus. Okay, and this Uh? is... Again, this is where I'm going, what the F? Yeah. Because, okay, this is the whole <laughs> reason. I'm so angry. <laughs> the whole reason that they want Kirk and that this all this duplicity that's going yeah. on here. They could have gone, we need a virus to yeah. the Federation yeah. to help with our population control. Right. Give us one. And they say, let's have a look at you. Let, give us a bit of info. Here you go. Here's some info. Here you go. Here's a vial of it. Yeah. You would have thought. Or if they or were... just bring him down, take his blood and let him go back. But the, I think they were saying because they need him to stay, they they need him to keep generating the, the virus or whatever. They do. But but the, the, the thing is, the thing, yeah, if they can do all the crazy stuff that they can already do on this planet, why yeah. can't they do those things? Yeah. It doesn't make a lick of sense. <laughs> it's preposterous. And then, so this whole fake enterprise is on the planet, which is completely over. How do they have room to build this thing? I know. It's if, it, re- if it's on ground level and not somehow orbiting. But if it is orbiting, get everyone on that. Exactly. Make more of those. <laughs> Make more of those. It's preposterous. Oh, oh this- so angry. This episode just made me like fume oh, with no. how stupid, how Didn't stupid it was. Think it through. Especially since I was in on the mystery. I was like, ooh, this is oh. exciting. What's going on? And it was the dumbest reveal. <laughs> but then she has this kind of open mouth with a creepy sound coming out. And then I had this flashback to when I was a kid and I remembered this episode yeah. because it scared me. Oh, God. I thought she, you would remember it. Oh, my God. Well, she was, I was freaked out. I was, <laughs> and she had this kind of glazed over look on her face when she was doing it. It's like, oh, God. Oh, it's pretty funny now. Well, I don't know. It still kind of bothers me a bit. Good news, Chris. Yeah. And my two fans. There's a jingle. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, there's a frog in my mouth, fireworks in my eyes. The disco creepers eat us, trying to colonize the Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I know. Wow. Yep. Okay, I don't know how we can move on from that, but uh, let's try. Don't worry, it'll come up again. So did that scare you watching it this week? I'm not like... <laughs> but I felt that memory of fear yeah come back oh yeah for sure what other things scared you as a kid on tv but wouldn't now things that scared me on tv there was a commercial for it's alive oh man i remember it scared the crap out of me oh it was like a bassinet and then like it spun around really slow and there was like a nursery music playing like on one of those wind-up things and then as it spun around it kind of slowed down and got discordant and then there was a clawed hand hanging out of the baby thing and that just freaked me out to no end yeah absolutely that was that shouldn't have been shown at whatever time you were watching it oh my gosh it really scared the crap out of me for me it was danger mouse 
the mm-hmm. bit at the end where the bomb goes off. I couldn't watch that. You know the bit? <laughs> that? Danger mode. Oh, I remember, yeah. And at the end, yeah. terrifying. Also, the Doctor Who theme tune, the whole theme tune. Oh if I was about to watch a show that Doctor Who was on before it, terrified. Oh. That's one of the best theme songs it's ever. so scary. Oh, it's just, oh, it's what so notes are they doing that makes it so menacing? I don't know. Does anyone else find it menacing? I don't. I think it's freaking awesome. I did. And then, of course, Thriller. Oh, yeah. Thriller scared the crap out of me. Yeah. And I'm five years older than you. Yeah. And I was not ready for that. I told my uncle Glenn about how terrified I was when he showed it to me when he was babysitting. He claims he never babysat. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end. That is the end of the episode. How bizarre. She's better straight away. I presume this is just a few hours later. Yeah. So we're off to drop her at the library. One of her trauma locations to clear up dead bodies and do what on her own and... For how long and how yeah. does Scotty feel about leaving her there? Yeah. Isn't there just a bunch of dead people there? Yeah, she's going to have to clear all that up. Well, is that her responsibility? Because she's a technician that was helping to do... That's why she, they were bringing her there. Well, yeah, they're going to stink though, aren't they? But are they going to have somebody else go there and well, clean up the bodies? Let's hope so. Robots? Who? Transport them out. Oh, right. You can just transport all the dead bodies out into the ether. Yeah, but or... they can't stand up. They don't need to... Stand up. But you've got to have one person per circle on the little stage. You can't have someone just lying across various circles, can you? Yeah, they do that. They bring people lying down. Do they? We've never done that. They definitely they? do it on Next Gen. Maybe they don't do it on the original They'll series. They'll have to have two to red shirts holding them up. Huh. But then they'd beam into space. True. Hmm. Can anyone solve it? I, I, don't, I don't know. One but... of those Hannibal Lecter gurneys. Oh. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> think about it. what you were talking about. <laughs> With the mask on her face. We'd have to put the mask on. (laughs) (laughs) What did the disco lights want to do in her? They were trying to find a mind that they could merge with so that they could live. They were already living. Yeah. Their energy, their being, their 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 energy beings already survived. But maybe they were in a state of kind of stasis and they Mm -hmm. couldn't grow or change or develop if they weren't in another life form? I don't know. Oh, That's a very good question. so long. Wow, so there's 10 of them knocking about as disco lights. Yeah. Until they finally find this one person mm. to go into together. Yeah. Then what are they going to do? How are they going to puppeteer her? I don't. 10 don't, of them. Don't know. They had a long time to plan it. Yeah. Do a finger each. <laughs> and conduct an orchestra. I don't know. Whatever their plan is. Oh, you don't need your 10 fingers to conduct an orchestra. <laughs> what, what do you need 10 fingers for? Play the piano. Play the violin. Play the piano. That's perfect. Okay. But he's pre-flood. So did he get saved in the flood? Was he on the ark? Not as far as we know. Well, yeah, I don't know. Masquerading as an animal or (laughs) one of the wives, who knows? Uh, He's also, through his life, kind of been other famous people. Mm. He was Brahms and he was Da Vinci. Uh He was also various other figures, including Lazarus. Cheeky taking the credit from Jesus for resurrecting him there, isn't it? (laughs) It is. (laughs) He explains he acquired enough wealth to buy the planet. Mm. What? From whom? How does that work? (laughs) Flint transports the Enterprise into the room as a shrunken version, maybe a foot long. Yeah. Everyone inside is suspended. 
Kirk peers in through the view screen. We can see his eyes looking in at them. So it is a window. It is not a window. <laughs> so how did that work then? This episode is just wrong. It's wrong <laughs> on so many levels. If you look at any images of the Enterprise, you see where the bridge is. Yeah. There's no window. There's no window there. And any well, of the it's blueprints. One of those tinted windows. No. You can only see through one no. way. It's a view. It's not. It's like it's, a hidden mirror. It's a monitor. They're just <laughs> wrong. Then Spock goes over. Mind melts with the sleeping Kirk and says, forget. <laughs> what? Oh. First, the whole drive-by on Spock, you can't understand this, you yeah, dummy, because you don't have emotions. Yeah. But and also, I've never had love make me do bizarre things. No. I know some people do. Yeah. But I've never been made crazy by love or done things that oh, are no. wildly out of character, I would no. say. True. McCoy has, though. Oh, yeah. Of course he you has. Bet. But then Spock violates Kirk's mind without his consent. Yeah. At no point did Kirk go, gosh, I really wish I could forget this. Would you help me? Yeah. Or it's been six months and I'm still feeling as raw about this as ever. Would it's you help me? Been <laughs> it's been like an, an hour, hour or two. It's insane. He's just going to nap it off. Wow. So after all the loves of Kirk's space life, including Miramani, who he spent months with, married and impregnated, mm -hmm. this is the one he can't get over. Oh, my God. The robots clearly used parts of Nomad and it was a similar shape, but just crapper. Yeah. He could make a lifelike android, but he couldn't make a butler with hands. Nah, yeah. He could only carry a small baggie, <laughs> so he could only be used for delivering drugs, yeah. putting travel-sized toiletries onto the x-ray machine at the airport uh, if someone sticks the bag to him first. Yes. And that's it. There you go. There was so much hanging around and falling in love with no sense of urgency. Oh, my gosh. I was super locked into it when it started. But mm -hmm. as people started acting like no person would ever act, <laughs> I felt like I was losing my mind. <laughs> it moved a good clip. I mean, a lot happened, but it was just so nonsensical that I have to give it a low entertainment score of two. Two? It wasn't yep. boring, though. <sighs> okay, three. <laughs> okay. Guess who wrote the storyline? DC Fontana. <laughs> of course it was. Although she was unhappy with the rewrite, sadly. Huh. Hers was called Joanna and had Kirk falling in love with McCoy's daughter? Oh, whoa. Teleplay by Arthur Heinemann. That's... That's why well, I know they've said McCoy has a daughter. Best friends don't date other best friends' kids. Uh, yeah. Well, That's rule number one. Well, I, how old is McCoy supposed to be in yeah. this? Is he like in his 50s? So Easy. like his daughter would be in his 20s and Kurt's in his 30s? Age. You don't even date your friend's sister, say, do you? Never mind your friend's child. Well, it's just not top form, is it? Why not? <laughs> I dated a friend's sister. Love's love, baby. Yeah. And if you're like good friends with each other, then like yeah. then you get to be part of the family. Oh, that's nice. But what if it hadn't worked out? Well, then... That'd be so awkward, wouldn't it? Is it really? Yeah, then Come people... Come on, people grow up. People... No, people... then people lose half their friends or all their friends. One, one of them does. Well, if somebody's a jerk, sometimes people break up and they just break up because it didn't work out. They don't yeah. break up because anybody did anything wrong. Yeah, but if you're still hurt, you don't want to be hanging out in a group with them. Maybe you do. I don't know. Wait, wait, I feel like we've gone on a big tangent there. <laughs> Let's leave it. You're obviously up for Kirk dating McCoy's daughter and that's well, fine. Well, I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, wow. I totally agree with everything you did there. <laughs> Those are my favorites. <laughs> Good. 
Well, hope you enjoyed that, everybody, and it provided a little bit of a brain rest between season three and the whole original series. And next week, coming up, the animated series beginning. Woo! I can't wait. Let us know in the comments which were your favourite bits that we haven't included or have. Thank you for being with us for the original series of Star Trek. I'm Chris Lackey. And I'm Rachel Lackey. And you've been listening to... Rachel Watches Star Trek. Star Trek!